0: Okay, reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 39, text. Yeah, putting it up here would be dangerous. (laughs) The class. Text 11 and 12. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om, Om namo bhagavate Om. Propan samadhisat sopi Priatam Sarvago rasa. Upayanani greeni dvam, Yujantam shakatani cha, Yasyama swamadu purim, Dasyamo nipatevasam, Jaksimana sumahat parva, Yanti jana di pakila, Evamago shayat shatra, Nanda go Nanda Maharaj then issued orders <coughs> to the cowherd men by having the village constable make the following announcement throughout Nanda's domain of Raja. Go collect all the available milk products, bring valuable gifts and yoke your wagons. Tomorrow we shall go to Mathura." present our milk products to the king and see a very great festival. The residents of all the outlying districts are also going. Okay. Omegana timurandasya ken anjana shalakaya. Chak-sur-ud-malatam-yena tajmai-stri-gurave-namaha. Sri-chaitanya-mano-gishtam, tapitam-yena-bhuta-le, swayam rupa tadhati sapadantikam vansha <coughs> kalpa tarubhyas kripa Cha kripa-sindu-vayev-ca, vatitanam Vaisna vebhyo namo namah. Je Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Siadveta gadadhar, Sivasadegur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. <clears throat> so greetings from the village of the great sages, Sayerville, <laughs> New Jersey. Those of you who, so this is where I usually give uh, my Vyasa Puja, my, we have Vyasa Puja. So we're having a very, very small post-COVID, COVID gathering. Um, we'll take away the co, and we'll just have bid and add a ya, and then we can have vidya. <laughs> so this is a, we're all get, gathered together for knowledge, so we'll call this the Code India program. Uh, Jaisu, uh Shirade, can you please read the Russian on the computer so I can tell whether I shut this sign off or not? Okay. I'm in a little bit of a more humorous mood today. Just the uh, daylight savings time here. You know, I lost an hour of my bhajan and it's already the hectic day where I have to finish my Monday morning greetings. And I have two classes. But I'm here and I'm watching how beautiful the sun is of Gopakishore and Jai Shiradhe. She's from Siberia. And... Sadowski sounds like a Polish name. So I said when they have a kid, half Polish and half Siberian, we can call him a Poliberian. Get it? Polar, <laughs> <laughs> Polish, Siberian, Poliberian. Okay. Oh, but that's not as good as my joke this morning. You know what You heard the joke, right? Okay. Did you hear the joke, Charles? There's people that are anti-vax and there's people that are vax. And there are people that they're ambivalent. They can be vax or anti-vax. So we call them bivactual. (laughs) So I'm warming up the crowd here. I'm warming up the crowd here before I get, get into the philosophy, but it, it's just, you know, I, I I tell you very frankly, it's just not as sober a day as I usually have. And then yesterday, we went out also to Govardhan Bhakta and Brajarati, uh, and what a South Indian cook. So the whole thing, the whole schedule is a little bit thrown off. So when that happens, usually my deep philosophy is combined with some humor as I come down more to the condition platform. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll now get into this subject. And it's really interesting, this story of the, the Kuru Leela, maybe some people here are not so familiar with it, but just to put it in contact context great devotee of Krishna, wants to see Krishna. So at great risk, he stays in Matara, despite the fact that it's being terrorized by the evil king, Kamsa. And he stays there because of its close proximity to Vrindavan. His other 11 or 12 brothers have left. And he qualifies to see Krishna. It's You can't demand It's, it's, um, I I was saying something about chanting, if I can repeat it now. Um, you know, when you practice spiritual life and you practice chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, you can't, um, You can't create the holy name. You can only attract the holy name. It, 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 you can do something. It's not that mercy means that it just falls out of the sky. Mercy comes to those who attract mercy by the condition of their heart of of, of legitimate need. That's what the chanting of Hari Krishna is more than just syllables although it is syllables they're energized by our heart when we speak we're not just communicating words and meaning intellectually we're we're communicating our our emotion and our heart and that's how spiritual life works we are, are our our constitution is what we actually are on the highest platform. What we are ontologically is we're vessels for the love of Krishna. This is explained in the Jiva Dharma that that God has two types of pleasures, Bhakti Anand and Surupanand. Surupanand is the pleasure that's within Himself. And I give the analogy of someone enjoying by uh, swinging on a hammock. They don't need anybody else. But as soon as you want to enjoy the higher pleasure of relationship or love, there has to be another. So for God to enjoy love, which is bhakti there has to be another. There has to be something outside of God, within God. There's nothing's outside of God. Eko Bahushan, the one becomes many. For what purpose? For his enjoyment of love. And what is our purpose? Our purpose is to give him that love. But what is that love? That love ultimately is his own energy. That energizes the, the nature of our heart to serve to an emotional state of, 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 of prema which is actually the pleasure of God. So our our duty is to make our hearts a receptacle for, for God's mercy. And we have to attract that. And we have to attract that by showing our heart that our heart is, is free of selfishness. So God's hearing that heart. Spiritual life is simple. It's just a question of our desire. Do you want God? Do you want to be his servant? And that's the beauty of bhakti. I I explained this before. In the path of bhakti, you can achieve what you want. On the path of, of, of material progress, you can never achieve what you want because material enjoyment ultimately is connected with the sense of superiority. That's why no matter how rich, how powerful people are, materially they're never satisfied because they want that sense of dominance. I give the simple example when someone tells you wrong how how much we fight, because we don't wanna lose any kind of sense of superiority. So that's the material, but on the material level, that's impossible. But the spiritual level, we want to be Krishna's servants, and that's a position that everyone can have to perfection. It's just a question of wanting it. And there's that verse, nityo nityanam chaitanas cetana nam, eko bhuvan yo kaman. That there's many eternals, there's one eternal, which is God, there's many eternals, which is a living entity. There's one living force, which is God. There's many living forces, which is a living entity. Eko and the one satisfies the many. So the question is, well, why am I not happy? Because we're desiring the wrong things. <laughs> we're desiring things that actually don't make us happy. That, that, that's what's happening now. All the desires that are from our heart, that are flowing from our heart. They, they don't actually make us happy, even if we achieve them. And that's the proof of the world. And, 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 and that's what you can read in the newspaper. You want, to, you want to find out what happens if your desires are met? Read about the rich and famous and see what a wonderful life they have. So it's, 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 it's this heart and, and, and how do you attract God's mercy? You have to have a longing for God and you have to please him by serving his devotees. And then if that's really your desire, because if that's really your desire, then, then it would be fulfilled will attract God's mercy. We can never pay for it. that's That's the point I made. We can never qualify for God's mercy. We can only attract God's mercy. And that's the wonderful thing about the, it does not matter what position you're in. In the Bhagavatam, there's four main verses. The seed of the Bhagavatam is four main verses. Chatur, Shloki, Bhagavatam. Spoken at the beginning of creation from, from Krishna, the Lord Brahma. And those verses categorize the philosophical foundation of Krishna consciousness. The philosophical foundation of every philosophy is a description of reality, a means to realize that, and a description of the experience of that. Every philosophy has these categories. So our description of reality is God. That's all there is. And God's energies. That's what reality is. And how do you realize it? Well, you realize it by devotion. Because that reality is a person, and a person only reveals themselves to those who may trust, to those who express their trust by the mood of service. And what's the experience of reality? It's love. Because we're connected with God. And that experience of reality is the highest pleasure. And it's the goal of life. Prema, Pumarta, Mahan. The, ma- the Maha Artha, the greatest thing of value. Prema, Mahartha Mahan. Mahan, the greatest. Prema, Maharta. Prema, Pumarta, Mahan. So the story is about someone who wants that and therefore makes his decisions in relationship to that. Our philosophy is everything. Everything is secondary to Prema Bhakti. And that philosophy should not be misunderstood as pronunciation, for example. We reject renunciation when it's not favorable to bhakti and we accept it when it is. We say that everything is secondary to prema bhakti. That means in our decisions in life, everything is secondary to that. that. We have a decision to make. Which is the decision, whether it's attachment, whether it's detachment, which is the decision that brings us closer to the goal of life? That's, so we, we, we the story is, is about a person who qualifies. He qualifies by his service to the devotee because he was helping Krishna's father and by his utter sacrifice for that goal. And then we discuss Manorita, then, The mind acts as the chariot that moves us forward. We don't move an inch without faith. And faith is a conception of the mind. So if we want to go to God, it'll be carried by our faith. I always make the point, we're not separated from God by a physical distance. We're separated by consciousness. And what is that consciousness? faith and what is faith it's the conception that this is the goal and this is something I want and the stronger it is and that's what God hears he hears our faith and our faith is demonstrated in our sacrifice our faith is that's demonstrated how we live our life and he hears that he hears that voice therefore You know, our our chanting and our spiritual practices are not separated from our life. It's just the chanting is the culmination of the expression to God. I want you. But the heart that's developed is developed throughout, throughout our whole day and how we live our life and what are the decisions we make. You can't separate them. You can't have one life and then sit down and chant. Because then what'll happen is there won't be potency. You'll have you'll have you'll have a sound without potency. And what's a sound without potency called? In shooting. Those of you from other countries, America is very, very uh very much like guns, this country very much likes guns. Don't take away our guns; there'll be trouble. But if, but if you have a gun, it, there's certain guns that make sound, but there's no potency. They, it's called shooting blanks. So the sound is there, but it has to have the heart it has to have the faith and then god listens to that and when he hears that he makes all arrangements for us to come to him that's why bhakti is called the path of of grace in the uh, yoga sutras when they discuss the the option of meditation of god ishvara when it discusses that option, all the commentators describe why that option is the superior option, because yoga just means you got to steady your mind and then wonderful things happen. When you steady your mind and you focus your mind on one thing, regardless of what it is, it quells the other thoughts. And as the other thoughts quell, then the the mechanism of the mind moves to a higher level of perception and contentment. It's a mechanical process. The the classical yoga, it's a mechanical process. And when it comes, when the mind morphs to the mode of goodness, you get clarity of thought, then you see reality or you see yourself, or you become self-aware. That's the process of yoga. But the the Yoga Sutras mentions that if you choose the object of God, which is mantra God and sound, the reason it's efficacious is because your object is not just a prop. Your object is a person that can reciprocate with your effort to clear the obstacles to your effort of meditation. That's why it says in the Bhagavad Gita, yoginam apisarvesham madgatena taratmana Majate Yomam, tumeyutta. Of all yogis, one who worships me with faith and devotion is the highest of all. Because God reciprocates with that effort. That's the process of bhakti. Removing the obstacles. So that's how the path of bhakti works. We want to come to God, But we are physically, mentally, and spiritually incapable of doing it by ourselves. Especially in the Kali Yuga. Especially in this age, we need mercy. We are so unqualified. I I, I experience that every day when I sit down and try to control my life. I experienced that when the social media is flooding the air, even if I'm not on it, the vibrations are going. And basically, mostly what social media is to a Vaishnava is Vaishnava Aparada. Because Pajalpa or idle talk results in Vaishnava Aparada. So the obstacles to spiritual life are, are being magnified manyfold. Okay, something. oh, you're using social media now. Oh, okay. Yes, everything has a u- utility. But you have to be very careful how you use it. I once wrote an article way back. I don't know if they still call it Windows, right? That, that was the, what? Well, it used to be like windows, right? Like IBM windows. And Prabhupada used to have these paintings by his bed. He used to call them windows to the spiritual world. I used to call it windows to the material world. You open it up and the whole thing floods in and every So many obstacles. Priyaynaupa, Yasha, Shubha, Kalavas, gauge and aha Manda, Sumanda, Mateo, Manda Upadruta. A little tea break here. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. What is this? Amazing.
1: Ooh.
0: There are obstacles that predicted the the sages of Naimasharanya predicted. Trikalagya, they saw the future. They saw what was going to happen to them. Upadruta, one of the things they saw, besides us being lazy, besides us being unfortunate, one of the things they saw is that we'd always be disturbed. It's just. I was having a conversation a bit, a little bit with Borijan John Prabhu the other day, just messages. And it came down like somehow this vax-anti-vax issue. Because we're old. We're trying to figure out what's the best thing for our health. It's vax-anti-vax. And the conclusion we came to in this particular age is no one you can believe. (laughs) There's just no one you can believe. You can't believe big pharma, you can't believe the government, spiritual personalities are not necessarily epidemiologists or whatever it is. You can't believe the, you know, the, the, the conspiracy, there's conspiracy, you, you know, who the hell to believe? So many obstacles and in the air, the vibrations. And, and then I was also meditating and be my next Monday morning greetings is without that structure of, of authority, not in terms of people lording over you, but in t- terms of people actually qualified with knowledge to guide and people in positions of authority that can take decisions and help guide people. Without that, it's a free-for-all in the world. And then what happens is I, 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 is that even in a society of Vaishnavas, the differences become prominent and not the likeness. And what are the differences? Personality, viewpoint, culture. And the little parts of our false ego seem to clash with another person's false ego. We then see people through their mistakes and we lose context of that person's devotional ideals. And everything becomes conflict. So, therefore, in this age, specifically, it's an age of mercy. In such a yoga, people are so qualified. People are so qualified. In such a yuga that they didn't need deity worship. There was no deity worship in such a yuga because people were so qualified that they were receptacles of God, and people could surrender to others. As soon as Traiti Yuga happened and the quality is a little bit less, people's ability to represent god and people's ability to surrender to that made it that they had god had to manifest in the form of the deity where there was something absolute that's why they sometimes say the deity was for neophyte it doesn't have to be for the neophytes it's also for the neophytes it's also to develop your relationship with krishna So, therefore, my, one of my favorites from a commentary on Bhakti Rasamrita's uh, Bhakti Sandarbha Devotion in the form of kirtan is unlimitedly merciful to those who are devoid of false prestige. This age has the facility for humility. Because everything is less. The food you eat is less. The water you drink is, objects are less. You don't even get the benefit of the potency of objects in this age. There's no Shakti. There's no Prana. Wild. And it's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. So we have every opportunity to be dependent, to be humble. And when person has that mood, then kirtan, which is is a humble entreaty for the service and mercy of God, becomes the, the, the process that's so easy. Now, getting back to Akura. So his mind, his faith, his goal, this is the best thing. I want it so much. I understand its value. I am willing to sacrifice my life to get it. That's bhakti. What is Raganuga bhakti? beg, borrow, or steal. (laughs) I want Krishna. I want a relationship with Krishna. And that becomes the guiding force for everything you do. Not that it's a rule, not that it's an obligation, not that it's a duty, because that's the thing I want more than anything else. And that's what we get from hearing the Bhagavatam. That's why it's so important. That's why the books are so important. Anyway, Akrua had this mind, these desires, and what the story will show is that when you have those desires, they'll be fulfilled. They carried him to the lotus feet of Krishna. He wanted to see Krishna. He wanted to pay his obeisances to Krishna. He wanted the embrace of Krishna. He wanted the recognition of Krishna. He want the relationship with Krishna. And it manifests. It manifests. They describe just like if you have a if you have a green mango, you also have a ripe mango. It just takes time. so if you have that desire for krishna you have krishna if you want a relationship with krishna and that's sincerely within your heart then you have krishna it just takes time and avoiding offense avoiding offense That's the difficult part, the Kali Yuga. Must be so nice to live down there in Kentucky with no people. <laughs> Pretty safe. A nice devotee, a friend of ours here, somehow came to the class. and He, he read Prabhupada's books. He said, well, I want to live Prabhupada's books. It says, simple life, high thinking. So he went to Kentucky. You know why he went to Kentucky? Because they have no laws. (laughs) (laughs) Their motto is big government hands off. (laughs) Otherwise in Jersey, you want to build something? You want to get your toilet fixed, you need 35 permits from a, from a plumber who's been licensed by the government and paid his dues at the mafia union <laughs> kentucky want to build build break build build break but the point is it, it the world is is so disturbing Anyway, that's on my mind lately, just vax and no <laughs> Everything becomes wild. Everything is filled with corruption. Everything is filled with confusion. Everything has demagogues. But anyway... He's there and and what a scene. He finally arrives and he sees the dust of Krishna on the floor. And he sees that he sees Krishna's different pastimes in the dust of Vrindavan. And then Krishna heard his heart. That was his confidence. That was such a main point in the thing because he didn't know when he came to see Krishna, because he's representing the arch enemy, Kamsa, because he was the minister of Kamsa, how, how will I be accepted? But then he said, no, Krishna will see my heart. Krishna doesn't see just the external, which was an important point in just worship of again, in general. It's not the paraphernalia. It's the heart in which Krishna sees everything. So Krishna actually was looking forward to seeing his devotee. He already heard his heart, and then when he comes and he looks where they milk the cows, where they where they milk the millions of cows, and he looks and he sees it's not just like work. Krishna is always just playing. He's got buckets and they're clanging, and he's dancing with Balaram and. They're tying the calf's feet, and then they're getting the milk and pouring the milk, and then they're singing and dancing, and the and the they, the older cowherd men are looking, and they're so happy, and it's like a joyous scene. And then he looks at them, and it's like, it's like they're like mountains. Why like mountains? Because mountains occupy your consciousness that nothing else is important. When you see a mountain in the distance. It's like, it's respectable, it's majestic. And they look like gold, they look like emerald and and silver, light and dark. In in, in contrasting uh, Krishna's golden dhoti with, with the emerald or dark complexion and Balaram's dark dhoti with the silver complexion. And the fragrance from their bodies, because when they came home and their mothers decorated them and they put the aguru, very nice scent and and sandalwood pulp, and he's overwhelmed with the scents and and he sees them. It's not that he paid dandavats; he just shakes and falls off onto the ground. And then Krishna and Balaram see him, my dear, and they hug him. The thing that he wanted so much, he achieves. It's so wonderful. And then because he's their uncle, they they also serve him. But he accepts the service. Go, oh, what type of tea is this? It's ambrosia. Made it personally. No, she just put a tea bag in. Okay. <laughs> what? What'd you put in that tea? <laughs> chai, chai. I told you it's going to be one of those days. So now. He has to t- deliver the message, and the message is is that Krishna has to Krishna has to go from Vrindavan. Kamsa is calling him, and that was Kamsa's plan. See, otherwise he would have killed Krishna's father, because Narada Muni had revealed. Now they actually told Krishna. They, they told Nandamarj this that Narada revealed that actually that eighth son was Krishna, and he was furious with Vasudev. Because Vasudev promised to bring, bring he promised to bring all the children there. He promised to bring all the children there, and he got cheated. And he brought him, and now he's alive. And and you know the, the eighth son that will kill him. He was going to kill Vasudev, but Akura again, in his service, by protecting Krishna's father, he said, no, Vasudeva, you kill Vasudev, Krishna will go to the forest. He'll never come here. And you'll never catch him in the forest. So he kept him alive. And, he's, and he sent Akrura. He sent Akrura. And Kuru is astounded. What can be the vehicle of Krishna's mercy? It can be the cruelest person in the world. It can be the cruelest person in the world. It can be the deliverer of Krishna's mercy. And what mercy? Ati anugraha, unlimited mercy. The unlimited mercy. Because what is he getting? Kamsa is giving him Krishna. Let the calamities happen again, and again, if they give us Krishna. Nu When those difficulties come, it's coming by, by it's coming by the mercy of Krishna. It's coming for us in some way. Jeeva Swami said, then bow your head again and again. Say, thank you, thank you. And then then God will give you his kingdom. So Krua is, now Krua delivers the message. And that's the part that we're up to now. And then Nandamaraj then issued the order. I I was going to explain one of comps's strategy is these are village people, and village people love to go to the big city. It's so funny, you know. Prabhupada said, you know, we buy kids such expensive toys, but they're not enjoying any more than the kid in the street with a stick and a rock that he bangs up and things. So, same thing. I see these people, you know, we need so much technology to give us a a thrill but I remember I I, I visit you know my friends in Bredavan you right, you were there with the rotis people there my friends with the rotis you know they have like a, a this on this day they they can cook sweet rice it's a big festival for them a special subject on this other day and the family is there and they're making the elaborate things. Or, or, or the family is going to, you know, some Bajranath trip and where they go in a pilgrimage. And, you know, we, we can go like once every few years, get on a plane. Like every other week, hey, let's go on a pilgrimage. Go here, go there, special things. So the village people, they get really attracted to go to the big city. So, and, you know, Kamsa is the king. There's no choice. So he ordered the vi- village constable to make an announcement, collect all the milk products, because look, we're Vaishas, we can sell the milk, then bring gifts and yoke your wagon, and we'll go to Matara, And there'll be a very great Sumahat Harva. Yanti, we are going to Sumahat, not just Mahat, a great, Sumat, very great festival. We'll all be going to this great festival. And how did they do it? It's very simple. Village people like to talk. It's called Gramya Kata. And any little simple thing's exciting there. So they enjoy it like anything. So they... Tell them we're going to the village. We're going to the village. You're here tomorrow. Tomorrow. It doesn't take long. I I made that joke. I don't know if it will be considered politically correct. Still, I'm a little bit behind. But I will. I told the story where I. My parents came to India in 1982, 38 years ago. They came to India. They came to Brindava, my parents. And then I arranged for them a tour with, I, I knew one person who was the son of the governor and he was in the hotel everywhere. My parents, they got, they got like VIP treatment and Indians know how to do that. And uh, I have that picture, I'll bring it, it's amazing. My father, at the end of the trip in Jaipur, my friend, the Shringa Maharaj, he gifted my father like a sword or something and a book. And they had marigold garlands down to their floor and beaming. They're beaming. Um, I forgot my point, but we'll continue. What was my point? What? Oh, oh, wait, okay. Wasn't politically correct. Oh, Oh yeah, okay, I got it. You got it, go, okay. It's interesting, the guy that's the most politically correct here gives the answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so what happened was now everybody's edging on the seat it's not going to be so bad and so how so when I got back when my mother had this time she went to this wedding and she just told everyone about this trip how great it was in India. So my mother's, it's distant, my mother's sister-in-law's sisters, uh, he owned the Fountain Blue. It's like the biggest hotel in the world. And he lived on Star Island. Star Island is, so he wanted to see me. Why? Because my mother, was glorified. One time my mother said, uh, in Flatbush, my, I'll show you how powerful my mother is. In, in Flatbush, my eldest cousin owned a house. Beautiful house. But he got in financial trouble. So my mother went to solve it. And it entailed selling the house to the next door neighbor who was an Orthodox Jew and letting my my cousin stay there for the rest of his life, let the guy get the house. The Orthodox Jew just had to meet me. <laughs> the Orthodox Jew just had to meet me after my mother spoke to him. So I went to meet the Orthodox Jew, the Orthodox Jewish family. And I was sitting there and they were asking me questions. And they were so fascinated. And then their son came in. This is a really wild day. (laughs) But their son came in. And he was very handsome and had a suit. And these were business people. And he looked at me. And the parents were okay with me. We were discussing and everything. He looked at me. With such scorn, he said, Why do you dress like that? I said, because Moses wore robes. <laughs> I said, Why do you dress like George Bush? <laughs> the Paris were on my side. <laughs> so anyway this is the political political yenta sankirtan <laughs> you'll, you'll have to look up that word <laughs> yenta sankirtan so the, the word goes around really quickly J- just like if they were having a feast for the first time a ghee feast for the whole village of nandagram dina bandhu and divi shakti were, were Doing it for Vrindakund, and they wanted the whole village of Nandagram to come. How did they do it? The village caller He goes on top of the temple of Nandagram and he goes out in Hindi, you know, call, you know, you know Mahamahotsava, you know, Sabgi, you know, Bada Bhajay, you know. <laughs> That's all, he just has to yell at the four corners, the whole village will know. It doesn't take time. But what was this message? What was this message? The resident, Krishna has to go to leave upashrutya. Babuvur vati-tabrisham, Krishna parim-netram akuram vrajam agatam. What is happening? Gopya, the cowherd girls, then upasruja upon hearing, Babuva became, Vrisham, extremely Vyatita, distressed. Ramakrishna, Purim Ritum, Akura, Vrajam Agatam, Akura, to Vrindavan had come. natum to take Ramakrishna, Purim, to the city. He's taking Krishna. And why is this so significant? Why is this so significant? Because this feeling of love, of the gopis in separation for Krishna, is what God himself wants to taste. These are the pastimes that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was listening to in the Gambira he was listening to in the Gambira, the cave-like room, when he was trying to cultivate, when God himself was practicing Krishna consciousness to try to get the feelings of the topmost devotee of Krishna, Radharani, at the height of her love which is her mood of separation this is what he want this is what he was hearing about because he wants what is that feeling of the gopis What to speak of the gopis of radha the top what is her feeling what is she feeling what is the extent of her love what is the taste of that love even though it's 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 extreme distress, but 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 it's it's beyond duality. It's the Adini Shakti, the essence of which is Krishna praying, heightened to the highest degree is Mahabhav. It's the highest love, it's the highest pleasure beyond duality, but somehow or other, God wants to taste that. And that's what we want to taste. We want to be happy. We want to have love in our hearts. We want to have devotion because we know. I'm seeing some of you went to Vrindavan. We know. We know that there's something. We, we got to drop. We know there's something more. Tat krita rit pāpa swasam lāna mukha shram sad, Dukula, Balaya, Kesha, Some of them, by hearing that, Krita, it created in their hearts, Papa, from the burning torment, from that burning torment of separation. What did it create in their hearts? Swasa dying Lana, they became pale, what a shock. Mukha, Shia, and their, the luster of their faces, their dresses just loosening, bracelets. Some gopis felt so pained in heart that their faces turned pale from their heavy breathing. Others were so anguished that their dresses, bracelets, and braids became loose. Anyas imam lokam Other gopis entirely stopped their sensory activities, and became fixed in meditation on Krishna. They lost all awareness of the external world, just like those on the platform of self-realization. This is prema. This is samadhi. Samadhi is the absorption becomes so thick, there's no cognizance of anything besides the object of your devotion, to the extent that you're not even aware of anything outside. All other sensor activities stopped, except the focus on Krishna. This is why bhakti is the highest yoga, because... You're not just steadying your mind on an object, but your mind is gravitating to that object intensely by the most consummate, consummate emotion of love. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Gambhir is hearing these things. And he wants them. He wants to have these feelings in the heart. One more verse for today. Sparantias, Chapara, Shore, Anuraga, Smaterita, Riddhi, Sprishtas, Chitapada, Yerisamu, Muhustia, Sparantia, Remembering, Aparacha, Others by remembering. Pada, chitra, chitra-pada, chitra means like painting, chitra-pada means very beautiful words. Others by remembering the beautiful words of Krishna that, that are chitra-pada, they're decorated with beautiful phrases and expressed with anuragasmrita, very affectionate smiles. They're remembering he said words that were so, not only beautiful, but they were chitrapada. They were like painted, that chitra means painting, decorated, decorated phrases. And they were expressed with the smile of such affection and love. These things that would get out with phrases and, and gear out with speech that some, um, some mu muhu they have fainted and still other young women simply fainted by remembering the words of Lord Krishna, these words decorated with wonderful phrases and expressed with affectionate smiles would deeply touch the young girl's heart. So they're remembering and it's killing them because now Krishna will be going and Krishna means what? All attractive, but what is the all attractiveness? What is the all attractiveness? It's the supreme all attractiveness. You have a little attachment to something that you don't like to lose, multiply it by an infinite amount of time, an infinite amount of attractiveness. And that's what's going on now. You have a loved one, Multiply that love by a million times and then a trillion times, then imagine the the, the mood of separation. And in that mood, what happens to the love? It increases so much. The gopis were frightened at the prospect of even the Briefest separation from Krishna, Lord Mukunda. So now, as they remembered his, his graceful gait, how he walked, his pastimes, his affectionate, smiling glances, his heroic deeds, and his joking words, which relieved their distress, they will besize themselves with anxiety at the thought of the great separation about to come they gathered in groups and spoke to one another their faces covered with tears and their minds fully absorbed in truth uh um what's the menu dal rice, rice. red with,
1: with
0: what what? Cumin bread. Okay. And then, um, Cashew vegetables. cream vegetables. What else? What is it? Chocolate covered cake, cake from cinnamon snails, cupcakes, and camel. You have anything I can eat? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, the, 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 the painstaking life of a sannyasi. Oh, my God. Lal, tomorrow, we're cutting it down. I can't do it three days in a row. Okay, anybody have a, uh, like to share something in our fun day today? Hey, do you want to What is it?
1: Sounds like you're gonna have a quite a feast.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I need to put up the uh the sound. Thank God that the computer things are not, no, that's not it. One second. Um where's the sound? Speak now.
1: Can you hear me? Hello.
0: More, and more. Okay, speak now.
1: Hello, Arball. Okay. Right. Here's everybody. Okay. Right, well, I, I was loving you got a nice branding thing there, Maharaj, when you said um this age has the facility of humility. That was just it um it made me think of something Jai Jagannath said in a class not long ago, and he said. We should really be able to um, be humble because, as in Jai Jagat, the way Jai Jagat says, he says, This material world humiliates you on the regular, he says. So that really reminded me that this age has a facility for humility. I thought that was such a good one.
0: That's true. <laughs> I don't
1: think- oh, now I can't hear you.
0: Oh, it's so complicated today because it's, it, the, the group is there, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Raj. Okay, anybody else like to say hello?
1: Mirage it would have been a lot easier if you had asked what is not on the menu. I couldn't keep up with that list.
0: Well, it's only a couple of people here. That's why they didn't make more preparations. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay.
0: It's just basically inviting me for my 11 o'clock class. (laughs) And knowing that I am the coder wolf belly. So they know that to feed me Yeah. Okay. You know me, I just take a little bit of each. Sometimes I refuse because I'm so pure. Okay. Anybody else?
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj.
0: Nityangi. Hare bow.
1: (laughs) Hare Thank you so much for your class. Thank you.
0: Thank you for being on it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Anybody Thank you. Haribo. Anybody else? Hi.
0: Atina. Great.
1: Oh, I always find your classes so inspiring and insightful. Um, yeah, you can. part that really stuck with me is that truly this ages of age of krishna's mercy because we are just so unqualified so um we need krishna's mercies to advance so thank you so much i loved your class
0: you remember the covid started with a program in your apartment that was quarantined your 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 apartment that was quarantined
1: (laughs) yes that's right they my apartment building shut everything i was
0: about to make my big appearance in new york and then they shut down your apartment not because it was a bad neighborhood, but because of the COVID, right?
1: That's correct. Um, they shut down gyms, the conference room, and they restricted visitors. So that was that the onset. But I can sincerely tell you, you are in better hands <laughs> where you are now. I uh, I'm, I've learned to cook quite well, I have to say, through Christian's mercy, through because of the pandemic. But I'm years and years behind in. Uh, expertise, experience. Anyway, and
0: if I come there, we'll have some of the Jersey people come over to teach the New York people cooking.
1: Oh my gosh, that would be such a blessing.
0: <laughs> now that I live in New Jersey, I don't make fun of it anymore. <laughs>
1: I'm also from New Jersey, so you should be careful. Oh. <laughs> but What happened?
0: Was- you, you fell down to New York?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got sucked into New York, but I love New Jersey, Jersey at heart. Okay. How do you get-
0: Okay? I'm on today, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anybody else? Hi Welcomers. Hi Welcome Raj. Joel Kaylee. Kaylee. Oh Brooklyn's a nice place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't forget your roots. <laughs> no, but my story is one coming up from that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just upset now because of the rats. That's all. (laughs) I I like Brooklyn until the
1: rats. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But anyway, very soon, uh, except for you, your family will be in paradise. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. As long as they're taken care of, I'm fine. Die. No, I can't wait to show them. Yeah, I'll have my time, Guru I'll have my time. Well, they're going to owe you one now. So so when you're traveling in India, there's no complaints. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anybody else?
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for your inspiring class. And thank you very much for your very wonderful response. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Rajarani. Hare both. Wonderful! Thank Actually, you.
1: my name is Rangarani, and you gave me another name. Thank you very much. Rangarani, Rangarani. No no, R- 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 I no, no, Rangarani, no, 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 no,
0: no, no, Rangarani, Rangarani. I got confused. Old age, old age.
1: Rangarani. I love it too, Maharaj. I love it. Thank you.
0: I just reinitiated some other expressions. Thank I you. Even, I didn't even need to. Okay, R- Rangarani.
1: It's Maharaj. Now here.
0: Oh, thank you. We're, uh, you're in Tehran or the farm? No, no, I'm in the farm. Okay. I'm not going back to Tehran, Maharaj. Never. I hope so. <laughs> you made a smart decision. Sometimes we get, we get attached to the city because all of of all the passion, but then yeah. we come up to the country and we experience the consciousness. Exactly, the Guru Maharaj. OK.
1: OK, thank you for not
0: growing that rice to bring to me in, in, in <laughs> I'm counting the seconds, Guru Maharaj. OK. Alipo. <laughs> uh, OK, anybody else? Okay, then I see everybody here. Let me look at the list here. I can see everybody here. Okay, like, I'm going. To Maharaj. Right. Haribo. <laughs> Haribo. Maharas- in one month, in one month. Yes, Maharaj. So the
1: books are the windows to the spiritual world, said Prabhupada. And you said, um, and TV and cell phones are the windows to the material world. That was a great one.
0: That's a good one, right? Yes. Wow. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. I would close the computer, but I'd have to learn Russian. (laughs) Okay. I think I can do it. Okay. Nice to see everyone.